Unclassical. I got just caught up because I was like, what's the next line? Oh, what fun it is to ride an all horse open sleigh. Hey! I'm, I'm a bit tired. I keep trying to sing along and I just can't fucking keep up. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Why are you a child? <laughs> I was gonna, I pulled a face ready to go to the next verse and then I realised I don't remember it. What is it? It's like, then there's the first line that's like, on a one horse open sleigh. Welcome to the caroling <laughs> podcast, apparently. It's Christmas. Woo! I had Stalin tonight. I'm very excited. <laughs> very festive times. Yeah, we even said, welcome back to One Classical, guys. I thought this was the carol singing podcast. Yeah, that's what I've come to do. Um, well, I'm here to perform. In a manger, for a pick, the little... Wait, where's Ross's piano? Let's get a full-on karaoke going To here. set the scene for everyone, we record um, in my garage, which is also where my boyfriend pla- practices his keyboards. So that, that, that's just set the scene. That's just not a random man with a piano. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair. Where's the piano? <laughs> get well, the piano. I mean, it is a random man with a piano. It is. To some of you. Yeah. You don't know us. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's, again, very boring for you. It's not been set up since you got back from tour. So... <laughs> Daddy. Also, it's quite an expensive keyboard. I don't think he wants us with our cups of tea and clementines like recording like literally and on my top of it. Hand. <laughs> yeah. la, 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 la. <laughs> Next time you play this, you're gonna get diseased. <laughs> you're gonna have a great time. So yes, welcome back to Unclassical and part four of Jane Eyre. So last time we wait, left. Wait, it. do we have to introduce ourselves still? Guys, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. All right, just to be as it's Christmas. We'll give this very well-structured intro to a podcast, <laughs> also our, our names. Uh, I am Marsha. And I'm Katie. I think the point is of the introduction is that you don't change your voice so they know who... <laughs> uh, sorry, I will let you carry on with Jane Eyre in a second. But so I'm very late to the bo- late to the party, but I've been listening to my favourite murder mm. and I've just realised that their voices are the opposite round I way, still way get round. lost yeah because like, they have different voices but I think yeah. they're the opposite way round yeah. how mm. they actually speak yeah it's every now and then she's like well Karen like you're Karen yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up Karen stop talking to yourself yeah and it, it's thrown me it blows your mind the best bit is when you start listening and you have a picture of someone in your head and then you look at what they actually look like oh my god yeah. tangent guys I'm so sorry you, <laughs> the lady who reads criminal nothing like I imagined her to look ooh I'm going to have to look her up yeah. I love it I mean it says like about our superficial society but do you always, always imagine they're quite attractive and then they're like yeah no, the lady, <laughs> lady from criminals gorgeous oh <laughs> maybe cut this bit <laughs> Uh, you're great at your job. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> Katie's got a bit of a cough at the moment. <coughs> and clearly sounding sexy. And I tried up. to cover it with a laugh. It, just, <laughs> it, came, out her... <laughs> yeah. it came out as Mr. Rochester's wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's the demonic laugh. Yeah, you go. I got it. If you were wondering, guys. So, yeah. Back to Jane. Uh-huh. Yeah, what you actually came for. It only took us, like... <laughs> only took us four minutes again. <laughs> It's the holidays. Everyone's sloshed. Yeah. We're yeah, ready for it. Right, Gina. 
Yeah. So she's just gotten fucked over. She's found out that, yeah, Mr. Rochester, he's married. He's keeping his wife in the attic. It's a little it's problematic. <laughs> attic and problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a reason it rhymes. Um, She's gone, she had a big old chat with Mr. Rochester and uh, she's gone up to bed and she's like weighing up like, oh, should I stay and be his mistress? No. A little bit awkward. Or should I, yeah, uh, make Put like a banana. Put him in the bin. Put him in the bin, make like a banana and split. Yeah, so, <laughs> and uh, that's what she chooses to do. So she Get basically um, just leaves in the middle of the night, and she's walking for ages. And then uh, she gets picked up. Uh, oh yeah, before she goes, she um, like packs valuable things, and amongst this um, is a load of linen. That's not yours, Jane. Yeah, <laughs> as well. Like yeah. So she packs the linen, which I- I'm going to say it's not hers. I- apologies if I've forgotten and she had it from somewhere, but to be fair, her aunt wouldn't have given her linen. No. So if it's not hers And why now, would she buy some linen with her earnings? Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. So, but anyway, linen. Apparently it was the in thing at the time. Fair um, So uh, she's... I mean, this is such a good point. A ring and a locket. Where the fuck's she getting this? That's stolen. Because... I mean, honestly, you know what? Maybe her thought process was, he's fucked me over. Oh, the ring and the bit. locket, I will say, maybe she, that was inherited from her parents. I don't think it's overly mentioned, but... Could they be gifts from Mr. Rochester to her? Possibly, but she's been a bit funny on the whole gift thing, hasn't she? But he might have bought them being like, you know, ignoring her, being like, I don't care what you say, and then she's like, oh, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair, I'll take it now. <laughs> I need to go. Um, but yeah, so she's taken this shit, and she's walking away, and she flags down a coach, and basically she gives the coach driver all her money, and she's like, just take me as far as you can on that. And then he pretty much like just arrives in the middle of nowhere, and he's like, that's it, to the last penny, get the fuck out. In the middle of nowhere. Thanks, mate. Like, in the night. So, like, vulnerable, like, yeah, how was she, 18 year old? And he's just like, just get stop out. a couple sh- stops before then. And, yeah. Like, in the village I'm sorry, before. like, he's probably going on somewhere to sleep. She's a young woman, just keep her in. Like, um, oh, yeah, like, this is about where I take you, but lol, I'm not going to just kick you out in the middle yeah. of the night. Like, I'll take you to the next village. Like, social responsive fucking Literally. But that's always the thing, isn't it? Like, wasn't there a story about, like, a girl was like, 20p short or something for a bus a while ago and the yeah. bus driver and no one off to pay for her or something yeah. and then she got like raped and murdered or something Ugh, there's always stories yeah. like that like I swear it's actually illegal um, but anyway sure, like, especially at night like you just be like well I'm getting on the bus like okay you I take would get on the bus I'd be like you can I'd, take you I'd be call like the police. fucking sue me literally <laughs> I'd literally be like okay you can like order a text driver like oh you're taking me back to my house I will run in and get you the extra 20p yeah like or, if it like, matches that much the amount of you. times yeah I've gone past cash point but I suppose you had like your bag stolen or something yeah. to be honest I, I swear taxi drivers they have something in place for that and you've like here are all my details like for yeah. your company yeah getting contact especially that. the thing with house like mate you know where I live yeah like come knock I did know someone sorry guys tangent but um <laughs> as if like you know that's a surprise <laughs> um, and um, uh, he worked on the phones for the police and so there were these uh, uh, they were underage but they go out drinking and they knew like their parents wouldn't come pick them up and they call the police and be like oh, I'm a minor and I'm like at risk and basically use the police as their free taxi service and she was like you'd literally get to like them by names like hi Gavin and like yeah I need to get home like I bet you do <laughs> and then they that go home naughty. and have like obviously the police would talk to the parents and everything and the parents are like well I'm not fucking picking him up he's out all hours of the night I can't fucking control him and the police are like it's not our responsibility we're not a though. fucking taxi service <laughs> like but yeah he's a minor yeah. um, wandering around the middle of the night they do have to go pick him up it's a little tip guys if you're running which <laughs> <laughs> that is like that's good to know like yeah. do you know what I mean like because if I fuck I mean this is the story of my phone my phone is shit at the moment mm. so it doesn't work so I mean do pay phones even work anymore some do loads of them I don't know if they change it now but like they went through a stage where you had to have prepaid like cards that were like specific to like the uh. phone company 
I suppose you could use like a, a phone in a shop or something, just be like, I need to call 999. Yeah, although some people are pricks with being asked to use phone. Um, our dad had it once. Um, he said he was working for someone and uh, they fell off like the building site. Like, they fell off the scaffolding oh, and yeah. hurt. And they were like, fucking go and call an ambulance. It must be like the 80s before people had mobiles. Mm. And he ran into the shop and he was like, oh, we've just had a massive accident. Um, can I use your phone to call an ambulance? And the guy was like, well, fire strip isn't um, for customers. And then like, apparently the wife came out the back like, what the fuck are you doing? Come through, use the phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, it- Women sort shit out. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, well, we're not really meant to. Why is a man like, dying? Like, someone dying, you use the phone. <laughs> yeah, Jesus You don't Christ. leave women stranded like yeah. Jane in the middle of nowhere. So it's just so like, ridiculous. But that not weigh on your conscience. Like, if I were... It's just men in it. Like, if yeah. I were the taxi driver, like, oh, fuck it, get, get on, mate. Like, yeah. it's fine. Literally. Like, I, do not worry. I heard ages ago that, yeah, like, again, this is problematic because you just don't trust anyone. But, yeah. um, yeah, if a taxi driver, like, sees a young girl, like, walking home alone, it's like... I swear, I, this sounds like an urban legend, but like, yeah, it's like their responsibility to pull over and be like, do you need to go the rest of the way? I don't th- see why that is the responsibility of someone on the clock trying to earn money. Yeah. But I heard that, like, they can't refuse you. But I think the police can't refuse you if you're I remember vulnerable. being like, I must have been like 15 or something. And a little thing for you guys, our parents are terrible at answering their phones. Yeah. And in the good old days before I could drive, because I was 15, mm-hmm. um, I remember being stranded at the station and going to the taxi area and they were like, oh, there's not going to be someone here for like another three hours. Mm. And just being like, I remember like just crying and then a taxi pulled up and because I'm really awkward, I got in the front with him crying. I was like, I gave him my address and he must have been so afraid. (laughs) So awkward. (laughs) It's because like, you know, he pulled up and I was talking to him through the front and he was like, yeah, sure, if I get in. Someone just got in? (laughs) I always get in the front. I do. I, I feel just, it's, it's weird to get in the back because it's like, yes, feel, chauffeur, drive me. Yeah, I feel that. I'm mm. like, they're just people. And I always, I say, I'm so fucking chatty to taxi drivers. I'm like, I'm not chatty. I don't want to talk to fucking anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just like overcompensate. Like, we're both people. We should talk to each other. Oh, I did not talk. Because I was like trying not to cry. So oh, I was yeah. just staring out the window, like tears pouring down my face. And be like, she's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy, crazy lady. Get and also, I think because it was like the first time I ever got taxed by myself. And mm. I was like a, like, you know, a stranger who was a man driving. I was like, this don't kill me. <laughs> this is what happens. This is the end. I hate it. This feels so wrong. <laughs> a child. But he so, did take me home and he was very nice. So there we go. <laughs> he was a legitimate tixie well. man. Speaking of ending well, that's not what happened to Jane. So yeah, she's don't in the middle. Don't leave her stranded. She's in the middle of nowhere. And then get this. So her, her linen, her ring in her locker. Not her linen. She leaves it all on the bus, on the coach. Jane, you fucking twat. Yeah, so she's literally in the middle of nowhere without anything. Jane, why are you such a fucktard? I was just like, for fuck's sake, Jane. (laughs) Also. Oh, that was the thing, because she'd fallen asleep on the coach because of the middle of the night, so he's pretty much like, get up, wake up, get off. And she was like, oh, okay, fuck, Jesus. Got the coach like, fuck. Also, like, I mean, obviously she's half asleep, she wouldn't have necessarily thought of it, but like, if you've been like, looked at you, you'd be like, really? Yeah. I will give you a piece of nice linen. Yeah. Can I interest you in some linen? <laughs> interest you in someone who wears black. <laughs> See what I or got like, here. you know, something like really like we're going. If you take me to the next town, I will not in a sexual way, but I will do you a solid. Yeah, like, like I will do something nice for you. Yeah, pay pay for your dinner with my linen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you want this nice ring? Go for pay pose to your nice lady friend. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy. So yeah, she's in the middle of nowhere and she's like walking around. And then this one is a description of like her finding somewhere to sleep for the night. Mm. Um, so it says, I struck straight into the heath 
I held onto a hollow I saw deeply furrowing the brown moor side. I waded knee deep in its dark growth. I turned with its turnings and finding a moss black and granite crag in a hidden angle. I sat down under it. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what's a crag? You you furrowed into a brown... What? What? Brown earth? Yeah, and, and also, how do you hold onto a hollow? Because a hollow is just an expanse of no- nothingness, isn't it? It's an she's empty space. She's very tired. <laughs> like, I held onto the space, and then I got in the she's crag. She's, like, gripping for space. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I got in the crag. Like, so, so, she's gone into, like, the fifth dimension or something. <laughs> she's fucking no. What was in her dinner? Yeah. Did, wait, wait, wait. They did have snacks and wine when they were arguing. She did have some oh, okay. dinner. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Rochester. So yeah. I was remembering from last episode... Was that she didn't get her breakfast? Yeah, and she did, and no one checked on her or offered her snacks when she was like having a breakdown throughout the day. And then she had a big chat with Mr. Rochester, and he did get snacks Can you and wine. My face. Yeah, Katie's just like, I don't even. I've done, done. Just like there was no food. What the fuck, bitch? Gonna burn this place to the ground? Oh, if imagine if you hadn't had any food, and then you found out your partner had been keeping that. I. I'd really struggle not to hurt them. When um, I was at uni, so um, as we've mentioned, my partner's um, a musician, and um, sometimes he'd like go out gigging like uh, late at night, do- doing functions and that kind of thing. And so I'd always be like, when you get home, just drop me a message so I know you're like, you know, you're you didn't all die. Right. And obviously, boys, shit, like you get home and he'd forget. And I'd literally like, wake up in the morning, like, well, if he's dead, I'm going to be like quite distraught for a while. So I'd probably like, my, I'll be off with my eating, I'll, my personal hygiene won't be great. So I'd go and have a shower, and I'd do my hair, and like have some breakfast. So at least you know we can start in a strong place for the morning. <laughs> we don't know right now. This is the unknown bit. Yeah, and might uh, as well start well. Yeah, exactly. Because like once you know the news hits, I'm probably not going to be showering for a month. So yeah, <laughs> like start well and start on a high. So yeah, she sleeps there, and um, in the morning she walks to a nearby village where apparently the coach driver couldn't fucking drop her off last night. Um, if she can walk to a village, you can fucking drive into yeah. the village. Yeah, absolute cunt muffin. It's such a so um, she's wandering around and begging for food she's got no money no nothing and um, I think this uh, kid's like gonna feed like mouldy porridge to his pigs and he like gives her a bit of it Yummy. so she's literally like like things. Oh, and before that, she goes into a bakery and she tries to trade her handkerchief and gloves um for some bread, and the baker's not having any of it. But because she's still like quite, because obviously she was going to marry Mister yeah. Watch, so she's wearing quite expensive clothes. Um, but yeah, the baker's just like, how about no, fuck off. Um, so she's um, yeah, had this tiny like few mouthfuls of mouldy porridge. Been wandering around. Night falls. She's cold. She's hungry, and she's like really like you know done in. She's like, I don't think I can take another night in the cold rain. She's like. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna die tonight if I don't find shelter and food. They are, we're not Victorians, but yeah, you leave cold. Are they Victorian? Yeah, okay. You leave Victorians. I think the they are they on the cusp when I looked at it again, but yeah, they they are technically are. Um, yeah, they they will die in the cold. So um, she's wandering around and she comes across a house and she looks through the window because apparently Jane's a creep now. <laughs> <laughs> And she sees two young women inside and an old female servant. And um, Jane's just watching them all. And she thinks... Fuck, you creep. (laughs) She thinks... I thought that... This is about the two young women. I thought them so similar, I could not tell where the old servant saw the difference. One, to be sure, had hair a shade darker uh, than the other. And there was a difference in their style of wearing it. But that's probably how she tells the difference, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just different. us, though. Yeah. It's literally us. <laughs> like, right, but yeah, I'll, I'll cut you some slack so you're like, you know, a bit worn down. How do they tell the difference? Except from the fact they look different. <laughs> like, mastery, mastery. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fred and George, you freak. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, 
So anyway, uh, Jane finally goes and knocks on the door and the old servant opens it and basically asks who she is and what she's doing there. To which Jane replies, I am a stranger. You know, shit, stop being scary. <laughs> I was like, Jane, what the fuck? She's not... Imagine asking the door at night and someone's like, I am a stranger. Exactly. I'd slam it. Yeah, I'm like, get the fuck out. Like, she's not going to help you now, you fucking creep. <laughs> like... You start with, I'm really sorry, but yeah. we're British. We start with an apology. Yeah, always apologise. It does say, like, she's obviously just like, food cannot function but still not me stranger i am a stranger i am a stranger yes a, that's so chilling <laughs> stranger danger okay i got it get the fuck out i am a stranger <laughs> i know oh my god i think i'd cry if that i definitely slam the door i, I want to cry yeah. i just imagine like in her long like dark clothes with a pale face just like i am a stranger and she's all wet from the rain Oh, I'd be sick. I'd <laughs> sick in her face. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, um, obviously the servant's like, Gross. Fuck off. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so uh, yeah, she doesn't want to let her in, and then Jane's like, "I'm going to die," and the servant's like, "It's not really my problem." You're scary. <laughs> yeah, get out. And then this is where we meet John. Oh, so John, a John, man comes into the situation. Ex- God, literally, I put like he's the only male and therefore master of the house. Obviously, obviously, obviously. um, he's a clergyman. And the two ladies inside are his sisters. But anyway, mm. he like comes out of the darkness because, you know, oh. apparently there's lots of creepy people in the dark at night. <laughs> what darkness? Like outside or the dark of the house? Like permanently <laughs> dark space. He's outside. Like, hello. He literally like appears like behind Jane like, mm, my, hello, I'm John. And basically like tells the servant to let her in. Ew. And um, then Jane... Oh, no, imagine coming home and you're like, one of your house people is like, at the door with a stranger. He's dressed like that. Imagine it's like, back away, back away. <laughs> I'll call the police and I'll get you from the back. Yeah, exactly. Shut the door, shut the door. Slam it. And then she turns and you're out there with her. (sighs) Terrifying. Kick it. I mean, I... I'm probably I am a bitch, but I turn around and like drive out my drive when I see the Jehovah's Witnesses at my door. Standard. (laughs) Kindness not to run them down. That's a terrible joke. I just don't want to talk to you. Anyway, so um, they go in, they give us some food, and she goes to bed for three days. Casual. I wish like, I could go to bed for three days right now. lovely. I, I could really do that. Yeah, we've had a busy few days. So I would really appreciate that. And so while she's napping, so the two um, young women she saw, they're called Diana and Mary, and um, she hears them discussing her, and um, one of them says, she has a peculiar face, fleshless and haggard as it is. I rather like it. And in good health and animated, I fancy her... I can never fucking say this word. <laughs> <laughs> Katie just <laughs> fell off her chair. I was trying to see the word to help. Physiognomy. Physiognomy. Physiognomon. That's so hard. I looked it up one time. I looked it up before our last podcast in case we got to this point. I was like, I can't even be fucked to look it up. Physiognomy. Physiognomy. I think it's meant to be. Uh, but... Maybe it's a silent G. Physiognomy. Yeah. I just I mean, said let's... that. Physiognomy. You meant sign cheat. A physiognomy. <laughs> oh, I was meant to be agreeing with you. Um, so... Yeah, well, anyway, Marsha, I think it's a silent G. <laughs> like, physiognomy. Physiognomy. I think that's how you got it. Like, you see the PH at the beginning? That's silent. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, I, I I think she'd be quite fit if she didn't hadn't been put through it so much. Well, to be fair, this is all Jane's wanted, isn't it? A nice lady, fancy her. Yeah, there we go. At long, last. At long last. I just thought that was like such a shit sound. Like she looks shit, but she she might be all right. Just look, she's it looks like she's had a hard time. Yeah, like she looks like she's been a lot that one. Yeah, she's only eighteen, like fleshless and haggard, yeah. hungry and starved. Yeah, exactly, and living Ill. rough. So yeah, they um. 
Then the sisters later discuss it with her brother, John. And um, uh, yeah, John says she looks sensible, but not at all handsome. Because obviously the, like, her attractiveness is what matters here. Exactly. And um, the sisters are like, she is so ill, St. John. St. John. They call him St. John. That's disgusting. That's not a standard address for like a man. You have to do stuff to be a saint, don't you? Yeah. Like, he's just like a clergyman. Like, why is he a is saint? Is it a joke? No, everyone just calls him St. John. John's a murderer, clearly. Like, it's disgusting. No. And also, lol, but say I became a nun. Like, you wouldn't call me... Saint, well, you wouldn't call me Saint Marsh or anyway. But say, you wouldn't, like, address me by that title. I don't call you, like... I know you're not quite a nanny, but I don't call you Nanny Katie. <laughs> well, no, you wouldn't. A lot of the kids that I work at a nursery, a lot of the kids do call me mum. And one of the kids call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he established that I clearly wasn't his mummy. So he was like, daddy? And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> no that's amazing he kept doing it. i was like what do you think i am i think you're his daddy <laughs> <laughs> and there's my dbs check <laughs> so confusing i just you know you have to keep a poker face on kids i just gave him a look like what are you saying <laughs> what is daddy <laughs> no <laughs> obviously not <laughs> that's not a thing yeah like i would accept mummy because you're young <laughs> But d- daddy, really? Daddy. <laughs> okay. Okay, whatever floats your boat, you freak. So yeah, she um yeah uh, she's ill, Saint John, and um he's like, oh yeah, ill is all well, whatever. But she would always be plain. The grace and harmony of beauty are quite wanting in those features. Why is her attractiveness matter? Yeah, why is this fucking important? Why are you not talking about maybe getting her a doctor? What food you yeah, should bring her? Yeah, where she came from. Like, at the same What's time... What's happened you, to her? You haven't let a stranger into your house. Is she dangerous? Yeah, <laughs> do, have you checked to see her, in her possessions to see if there's weapons? Don't have any possessions. She's got her linen. No, it's on the coach. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Aww. She ain't got nothing. She's got her handkerchief. Yeah, because that bitch at the um, bakery wouldn't take it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, bakery bitch. <laughs> So anyway, Jane recovers and um, starts finally chatting for herself instead of people just being like, she's a bit, um, bit of a minger, isn't she? I am a bit of a minger, to, <laughs> to be, be fair. Wait a minute, you'll see. Um, and so she goes to like make up with a servant that didn't let her in. And I, I just thought the way this is written, just, I don't know, it's made me laugh. Um, it reminds me of Tess of the Dad of yeah. the way that's all written. So yeah, the servant says, you munna think too hardly of me, the servant remarked, but I do think hardly of you. And I'll tell you why. Not so much because you refused to give me shelter or regarded me as an imposter, but uh, this bit, it's, it's oldie language, so I'll paraphrase. And also I think I typed it out wrong. <laughs> uh, but because basically you said I had no brass and no house. Some of the best people that ever lived have been destitute as I am. And if you are a Christian, you ought not to consider poverty a crime. I also thought Christian things were to like, you know, about forgiveness, treat your mm. advice treat others like you'd want to treat yourself and you're just like I don't think I love you piece of fucking shit yeah exactly so um awkward like, Jane awkward awkward and uh, so the servant says no more I or Mr. St. John tells me so too and I see I were wrong but I have a clear different notion on on you now to what I had you look a right down Dyson little crater <laughs> why is she suddenly be- why is she suddenly from the Midwest Americas <laughs> Like she was all country and then she's a downright decent little crater. Decent little crater. And also, is she a crater. Coming... Hot. Is she coming on to her? Uh, I think so. Well, established Jane has a bit of like a hierarchy kind of kick sexy thing about yeah. servants. Well, why does she hate the servants but wants to fuck them? I don't know. This bit makes me laugh though. Just Jane being her usual blunt self. That will do. I forgive you now. 
Shake hands. <laughs> like, I hate you, but not now. We're friends. Goodbye. No, no, no. We shall be friends. Shake my hand. Shake my hand. That's it. Goodbye. Don't even shake my hand. Shake hands. Yeah, shake oh, hands. Let's shake hands. Shake hands. Yeah, so, like, accusatory. And also, like, why are you talking like that? Like, you, you can't just say more than just the blunt things. You can yeah. kind of flow around yeah, things exactly. a little. Well, you know, we've um, both made mistakes. Like, it's all good. Shall so. we shake on it? Yeah. Which like, is still You weird. don't just say the blunt necessities of word. Like, we don't just say... Hungry, feed, now, yeah. potato, cheese, You're a pudding. teacher, Jane. You have a vocabulary. Fucking Literally, use it. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, remember St. John didn't think Jane was a looker? Well, apparently that's completely fair because Jane thinks he might well be a little shocked at the irregularity of my lineaments, his own being so harmonious. So basically, like, fit people might be a bit scared of average-looking people. Yeah. Like, oh, you're haggard and hideous. Uh, I've never seen the like. When I look in the mirror, it's beautiful and yeah. radiant. What, what is wrong with your face? People look like you. Uh, uh, disgusting. I'm going to be sick in my mouth. Uh, you disgust me, common swine. Uh, so she lives with them for a bit and becomes besties with Diana and Mary, the sisters. And John is weird and intense as uh, men tend to be in this yeah. book. Isn't Mary not in any of the adaptions? Like, in the adaptions, she... I don't remember this bit in it at all. She, Sorry, the, I've oh, been sitting in a weird position. My legs hurt. Out. Okay. He definitely has one <laughs> sister, Diana. Or Diana. Yeah, Diana. Um, we have a uh, our parents' friend is called Diana, and Katie always calls her Diane. So I understand why that's difficult well, for you. I call her Diana. Oh. <laughs> Diana. Oh. So um, yeah, they become like besties, and John finds Jane a teaching job. And John finds Jane. John finds Jane. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, teaching job and uh, at like the local schoolhouse, and so she can move in there and yeah, be a teacher and shit. Uh, but he thinks that she's not going to stick at the role for very long. Um, that she's like going to quit. And Jane says, um, "I'm not ambitious." Like you know, meaning she'll be satisfied with the job. Yeah. And um, he sort of starts at the word ambitious, and he repeated, "No. What made you think of ambition? Who is ambitious? I know I am, but how did you find out?" And Jane's like. I was speaking of myself. Not, not everything's about you, John, Actually, <laughs> how self-centred are you? Yeah, because you mentioned ambition. Well, it must be a bit ambitious. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm ambitious. Who told you? Who told you? Like, also, who cares? Yeah, fucking hell. Like, just a bit of ambition. Like, yeah. it's a plan for life. Yeah. So she becomes a teacher, um, but she does still question her choices. Like, basically weighing up the life she could have had with Mr. Rochester as his mistress in France, compared to teaching some very limited village kids, who basically... They're just aspiring to push babies out of their vaginas like, Hot. and put babies in other people's wombs. So, um, yeah, I was just saying, I'd have chosen France, but not with Mr. Rochester. Yeah, I, yeah I'd have just gone to France. I'd have gotten a payout from him. I'd be like, hey. you fucking owe me some dollar, babe. Yeah, and robbed him. You know what? To go up to Bertha and be like, you know, shall we kill him? Shall we take him out, babe? Shall we just live here together and have a BG time? <laughs> yeah, have you wondered? Yeah. Oh, I bet they would have been really happy. And she would have been able to deal with like, Bertha's outcries. Yeah. Well, actually, she might not have been. Bertha, you are being, ob- you are being uh, outrageous. Stop. <laughs> now shake hands. <laughs> Bertha, like, you're fucking weird. Yeah, Bertha, like, I'm out of here. You're nuts, mate. <laughs> nuts, mate. So, um, yeah, John is... um well intense and boring and basically like keeps saying to Jane like are you satisfied with the job and Jane's like yes and he's like don't be tempted to follow your passions and Jane's like heaven forbid yeah and Jane's like I'm I'm not and he's like you should stick at this at least for a few months and Jane's like I am John (laughs) go away like so annoying and also he's like don't follow your passions I'm following my passions but I'm a man so um, it's so annoying we're talking about you (laughs) Jesus Christ Uh, he tells her that he wants to be a missionary in the generic east (laughs) never he like says where like just I will go to the east and in a subdued yet emphatic voice what's that subdued so I want to go to the east I really must 
go to the east. Yeah. Sounds like you're really excited about it, mate. I must yeah. say. So yeah, he's telling her. Like, yeah, like I said, that um, she's not to follow her passions, but drones on about how he's going to follow his. Like, stand to stand. It's my passion to help people in the east. Oh, fuck mm. off, John. No um, one likes you, John. Get in the bin. You're no saint. <laughs> and so, in all honesty, this bit's actually a little bit boring. So mm. I can't like paraphrase this because we all know she's going to be like making her way back out of this at some point to like skip to the end. So anyway, Jane piles on being a teacher, but keeps having basically sex dreams about Mr. Rochester, Hot. who um, she still refers to as. Mr. Rochester, <laughs> like I think he's Edward now. I think. think, think yeah, well, you had a wedding day. Yeah, like, he's had, he's Edward. Yeah, we're good. And then uh, Saint John is really weird. Basically, he really fancies um this local girl, and the girl obviously really fancies him. And Jane ends up telling um uh, John that the girl, Miss Oliver, um that she's noticed that she likes him. Yeah. And he's like, "Splendid! Talk about this for one quarter of an hour." And he sets up his watch to time them. He's like, I'll be self-indulgent for like a quarter of an hour. Oh, and do, she likes it when I do that. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah. But uh, it's all too passionate for me, so of course I won't pursue it. And Jane's a bit like, right, okay. <laughs> fair enough. Imagine like that guy like likes you. Tell me about it for exactly 15 minutes. Yeah, like, okay, that, that's too self-indulgent. The, the clock has spoken. Also enough. sort of like, well, that was kind of it. <laughs> I, I think that is pretty much what happens. Yeah, she's like, well, she smiled at you. Yeah, like she is quite happy when you walk into rooms. So... Yeah. She laughed at your shit joke. Yeah, that's it. But she's like, when I did this, you just want me to build your ego up for 15 yeah, minutes. Like, uh, should I just talk real slow? Yeah, it's not my function to build you up, yeah. dude. So here's a little bit of backstory. So John, Mary and Diana are poor in the term that they kind of have to do jobs and find like different vocations, but they obviously can still keep servants and have a house and stuff. So not Apple. Slums. Uh, but yeah, since their father died of a stroke and uh, they're waiting for their rich uncle to die so that they can get their inheritance. <laughs> Charming. Yeah, literally. Um, but he, he's not that close with them and the um, uncle dies, but lol joke, he leaves it all to another niece that they don't know. And so they're all like, Banter. fuck, we were going to get that money. That's so annoying. But plot twist, time goes on. So you know the uncle that called off Jane's wedding? <gasps> She's the niece. Way! They're related. So um, Jane gets all the money. And then so she shares it with um, Diana and John and Mary. There's a lot of names there. <laughs> and um, and uh, so that couldn't have anyone being poor. Disgusting. Mm, disgusting. <laughs> so they're all so nice. So Jane's now rich. Yeah. So she, Decent. Yeah. Uh, but she's also more happy that she's got some family. But to be fair, there were other points in the book where they told her she had the family and she'd never really pursued it. So yeah. we that bothered babes. But yeah, she's like, oh, I've got family, great. And everyone's like, and we're fucking loaded. <laughs> like, Why did she never to go fair, to pursue her uncle like at an earlier date? Obviously, at the wedding, they were told he's on his deathbed, so there's not much point. Like, he's but probably before dead then. Now. Literally. And everyone's... also, why did her aunt keep her when there was a willing person to take her in? I think the aunt didn't know until Jane had already gone off to school, and that's when she found out. Oh, and she was just yeah. like, oh, she's far, effort, she's dead, mate. She's dead, mate. Yeah. That aunt really belonged in the bin. Yeah, she's such a cunt. So Jane quits the school because bitch is loaded and she don't need no job with snotty kids. Fair. <laughs> um, your life, Jane. Oh, for fuck's sake. But go she... to France. <laughs> well, you're going to see why she doesn't go to France after this. So this is uh, Jane's thoughts after leaving the school. Um, exchanging a few words of special farewell with some half dozen of my best scholars as decent, respectable, respectable, uh, modest and well-informed young women as can be found in the ranks of British peasantry. Charming. (laughs) Yeah. And that is saying a great deal. But after all, the British peasantry are the best taught, best mannered and most self-respecting of any in Europe. 
Since You've never been anywhere. Since those days, obviously she's writing this looking back. Since those days, I have seen Payson's and Bayorinen, and the best of them seem to me ignorant, coarse, and besotted compared with my Morton girls. What? Okay, you racist fuck. I was like, she obviously voted leave. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, at this point when she originally thought this, Jane, you've never left England, as yeah. if you know. This is her, like, obviously writing back on her time, so she's now reflecting on this as a collected woman in the future. So now Has she's she supposed been... to, now she's supposedly travelled. Yeah, but she's also, like, oh, travelled in, like, high class and stuff. Like, yeah. You're, you're a dick, Jane. Such a dick! You're such oh, yeah, a dick. I just realised how I came across, like, okay, she travels, she knows her dicks. Yeah. No, honestly, she's no. a dick. <laughs> No, like, because she clearly went into their country yeah. and was, like, really rich and snobby and dickish to them. Yeah. They weren't really nice to her, so yeah. clearly they're the worst. Yeah, they're clearly, like, really coarse and besotted. Yeah. Also, besotted with what? You can't just say you're besotted. Besotted means, like, loving. Yeah. Oh, well, she hates when people are nice to her. Like, yeah, oh, that's be fair. Like, and they looks... weren't even rude. They didn't even try and molest me. <laughs> yeah, like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? So, um, Jane moves back into uh, St. John and Mary and Diana's house. Um, and uh, becomes a woman of leisure. But John is not happy. She's just sitting on the sofa eating chocolate watching Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck off, John. I'm having the best fucking time. Also, John, it's thanks to me you got the money. So, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, how about you chalk the fuck on, babes? So, um, he says to Jane, Jane, I shall watch you closely and anxiously. I warn you of that. And try to restrain the disproportionate fervour with which you throw yourself into common home pleasures. Like, don't kill time so tenaciously to ties of the flesh. Save your constancy and ardour for an adequate cause. Forbear to waste them on trite, transient objects. Do you hear, Jane? I don't give a shit. Which is basically what Jane says. Yes, just as if you are speaking Greek. I feel I have adequate, adequate cause to be happy. And I will be happy. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> mic drop. It's the goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> sitting in the same room she's just like still sat next to him like yeah. goodbye goodbye <laughs> turn away like I don't want to hear you anymore like that's enough out of you you absolute cunt also <laughs> fair enough like, yeah. like oh do you not like do you not like the money I gave yeah, you yeah I guess I'll have it back I'll and take it, it elsewhere back. thank then. you to be fair he really didn't want to accept it but still something a dick okay take it back so um, obviously, they they didn't have a lot of money, so their house is quite run down. So Jane basically starts doing up the house and putting quite a lot of dollar into it and making it really nice and also doing it like so it's not like brash or anything. She's putting a lot of effort into yeah. it to just make it nice and homely. But John, not a syllable did he a- utter indicating pleasure in the improved aspect of his abode. Like, absolutely Grateful. miserable dicks. He's yeah. just like, should be spending money on material things. She'd be like, spend your money. Shut oh, the fuck up. Why don't you do what you want with your money that I so kindly gave you and I'll do yeah. what I want with mine. Exactly. And it's just rude. Like, if someone's in your house and they've, like, made a lot of effort in anything, you're like, oh, it's nice. Yeah, it's you nice. just say thank you. Yeah, such kind. So, um, also, he's been like, you're wasting your time. Like, She's working at stuff. Yeah, she's doing it well. And this as well. So part of the reason Jane gave up the teaching was because she wanted to actually expand her own mind and do mm. more studying for herself. So she starts learning German, or she fagged away at German, is what they say. Amazing. Okay. Right. <laughs> then John uh, sticks his nose in and says, I want you to give up German and learn Hindustani. So I, I want you to fuck off, John, but we can't yeah. get what we want. Um, and uh, then she says... Uh, he acquired a certain influence over me that took away from my liberty of mind. I was so fully aware that only serious moods and occupations were acceptable. Fuck off! Oh, like, you wait. can't have a happiness and just a bit of fucking fun. Yeah. When he said go, I went. Come, I came. Giggity. Giggity. Do this, I did it. 
but I did not love my servitude. I wished many a time that he had continued to neglect me. Tell him to fuck off! Li Why would you, like, just be his little pet dog? Yeah, and learn Hindustani for him. Just, like, give up German. All right, learn Hindustani. Okay. Why is she learning Hindustani for him? Because that's where he's going to go be a missionary. He is grooming. Well, it sounds like you need to learn Hindustani, mate. Yeah, literally. And it's like, yeah, to help him learn it. I think he's like, literally as well, I need like a sounding board when I'm learning it. Give a shit. Sounds an awful lot like your issue. Yeah, so John and his sisters have this um, good night ritual. So John basically like comes along and gives them all a kiss, but he doesn't kiss Jane. And Diana points out that Jane's family now and is like a sister and that John should kiss her too. Yeah. And this is um, Jane's view on the matter. So with gravity and which is like lacking enthusiasm she accepts her evening kiss and he never leaves her out of the evening necking again oh yeah sorry that's not the book I carried on as though it was a crap <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing with his sister <laughs> like, oh yeah and um, but yeah so she doesn't want the kiss but like she just accepts it like it is my kiss time for a kiss like sorry Ew. just say no don't fucking touch me like, also disgusting like I am the man of the house that shall kiss each woman Oh, like, it's disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. I vomit. know, like, get in the bin. Like, don't, yeah, don't fucking touch me. Um, so he carries on being weird and she carries on being completely subservient. Oh, Jane, the, come on, where's your backbone? You have a corset at least. <laughs> One day he asks her to go for a walk and um, he says he'll be off on his missionary shit in a few weeks. Good, yeah, goodbye. Amazing, don't come back. And um, he asks her to come with him as his wife. And this is his very romantic proposal. Hot. You are formed for labour, not for life. Uh, sorry. I'll do that again. <laughs> you are, and then he killed her. Um, you are formed for labour, <laughs> not for love. A missionary's wife you shall be. You shall be mine. I claim you, not for my pleasure, but for my sovereign service. Get in the bin, you fucking piece of trash. It's so romantic. <laughs> actually have to murder him so he's just gone like look no one's ever gonna love you look at your fucking but face you're gonna be my property but, and like and, and you're you going do to work do I, hard you're gonna do what i tell you yeah yeah you're you're you know built to serve so come with me and we'll do the best serving around no like absolutely not jane uh, surprisingly is not keen <laughs> so. well i don't know what i don't know what she wants you know what? she's yeah. never satisfied that yeah one. jesus christ she but, wants a nice lady yeah like just listen to her um but obviously we can't upset men. So she doesn't actually say, absolutely not. I'm not going to the fucking generic east with you. And also, I'm... fuck the fuckity fuck off. Yeah, fuckity fuckity, fuck you. Fuck off, get in the bin, you absolute wanker. So she just screams things. It sounds like screams <laughs> and shouts. Like, oh, St. John, have some mercy. And I do not understand a missionary life. I have never studied missionary labours. Like... That is a weak-ass excuse. Change time to fuck off. Literally. Don't you can't be like, shit. I've not studied it. Okay, me neither. Yeah, that's a long bike ride, so. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But yeah, so yeah, just take the hint, John. Uh, she doesn't want to go with you. John, so, get in the sea. So she asks if she, if she can have 15 minutes precisely. They like their quarters of hours. Well, they do. They like their time to consider. You know what? Looking back, when Mr. Rogers asked for 10 minutes to mull things over when yeah. they were in the church, he still only took 10 minutes. Everyone else asked fucking 15. Yeah, exactly. He just needs 15 looking back. Yeah. To be fair, maybe Jane was like, well, he took 10 minutes and everything went to shit. I'm going to take 15. I'm going to take 15. <laughs> that extra five minutes will really let me think it over. Yeah. So yeah, she says, can she have 15 minutes, precisely, to basically decide her entire future? And uh, he says, that's all good. Gets up, walks away, and throws himself down on the ground and lies completely still. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, did you die? Oh, so one, firstly, yeah, melodramatic one. Two, it, it says his dad died of a stroke. <laughs> like, is he actually all right? That's what I'm, I'm like. 
are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just throws himself down like, boom. <laughs> like, I don't move now. Also, why is he like, because like, that's what children do. Like, if you tell yeah. them no, they just go, flump. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, he's like, like oh, oh yeah. Tantrum. He's like, think about it, it's fine. Like, but yeah, flump off. So Jane's first thought is that she thinks the Indian climate will actually finish her off. She, th- she thinks she'll actually die. And that he'll just be like, well, it's God's will, isn't it? <laughs> After having you trot. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, you won't even give a shit. And then she's like, he doesn't actually like her and any husbandly duties will be a huge sacrifice to him. So, nah, babes. Husbandly duties. She ain't gonna get laid very often. Yeah, and it will feel like, oh, doing you a fucking favour kind of thing. Like, it's just not right. So she comes up with this compromise. She goes over to him and says she'll go, but only as his sister. Like, the whole death thing, she's like, that's cool, I can take that, but ain't no man settling for me. Yeah, so like, like, I want to get a good laying. Yeah, exactly. So absolutely fucking not. He's not keen. and but, Oh, he's so manipulative. Basically says she's half agreed because she'll say she'll go like as his sister and that's as good as accepting the Ew. whole thing. So he's like, basically a yes then, isn't it? <laughs> but she specifically said no to the marriage part. Yeah, and he's like, well, you're halfway there. Might as well. And he's like... John, um, you're disgusting. Then for clarification, he says he doesn't want to take a sister in case she's taken away. Like, someone's married her and like... yeah. heaven forbid your women have rights. Yeah, but also will. women's property. But then you were there to serve me and you will go and serve another man. I, mean, I can't be having that. He wants his property. And he says, I want a wife I can influence efficiently um, in life and retain absolutely till death disgusting he's so disgusting like that's not a wife like a wife is someone you love and want to spend time with this is that's actually not, terrifying not a slave literally like it's terrifying he wants a fucking slave and then he basically pulls out this card that essentially says and what do you think god is going to think of all of this i think god's going to strike you down for being a pervert <laughs> and then jane says um so basically this is with sarcasm because um she's established john doesn't want her heart it's like oh give my heart to god then you don't want it <laughs> <laughs> And John basically says, um, he doesn't think this is the time for sarcasm and sass. It is the time for trapping trapping wives, if you please. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, you're not allowed to have any any say or any comeback. That's my job. Do as you're told, Dobby. Dobby. And be my wife. (laughs) Come along, Dobby. You must do as you're told. I shall never present you with clothes. (laughs) Exactly. That's what he is. He's Mr. Fucking Malfoy. He just wants Dobby. Yeah. Get out of slavery. (laughs) Well... The house elves like it. <laughs> it's a, a bit of a it's tricky one. It's just very problematic because it is legit slavery. But then the whole of the wisdom world, like they like it, and the house elves like we like it. So it's very like... indoctrinated and brainwashed. Hermione is right. Yes. Um. So yeah, they go uh, back and forth, and he's like, anyway, I'm off. He says he's off for two weeks to go see some mates, but he doesn't leave for fucking ages. So anyway, fuck off, um, John. So he's like, think about it, and remember, you're not denying me. You're denying God. You're not God. Saint John. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck off. I've got my own relationship with God. Piss off. Yeah, and it's like, why Why does God care so much about you getting your what you want and not what I want? <laughs> and that night, Jane does not get a good night kiss from John. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, how sad. I'm sure she was devastated about that. As you, Debbie, mate. She's there like, Winner. Exactly, like just when we're in this situation, really. Yeah, it's of my own. Fucking come near me again, you freak. So they obviously don't get married. Jane doesn't go to India. Um, there's a bit where John's giving a sermon, and he basically says the fearful and unbelieving will end up in hell, and just is eyeballing Jane like, "I'm looking at you, Jane. And you're gonna <laughs> die because you didn't know me, and I'm just having a strop. Yeah, I, I'm grumpy. Is he gonna go throw himself on the floor again? Yeah, I think so. Have a stroke this time. Katie used to do something when she was a kid. Ah. So we had like 
hard floor in like our kitchen area and Katie used to have tantrums and throw herself hard like back on the floor but she wasn't a fucking idiot no because she's smart she, she'd start having a tantrum in the kitchen and she'd run out to where the carpet started in the hallway and throw herself down on that I'm gonna hurt myself <laughs> you're gonna uh, Joy if you're gonna do it do yeah. it right yeah exactly why are you throwing yourself down I was like she's extra as fuck but she's not an idiot <laughs> <laughs> I was not an idiot but I know how to make a scene <laughs> um, god Imagine she's still doing that. Uh, Sit on the bed now. Upgrade. Yeah, put yeah. yourself down. Next time a tantrum. <laughs> I'm totally gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> so then Jane has like this weird moment, and she thinks she can basically hear Mr. Rochester calling her name like across like the moors. That is in the um the adaption. Yeah, she's, she's like, like Edward. Oh, no, Edward. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see like a montage of him being like Jane. Yeah. Jane. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> yeah. And it's like. Dah! Edward, I am coming! Yeah, like she's like looking up on this is like, yeah. But literally, she hears this when she's having a chat with John, and John's like, yeah, so we're gonna get married. She's like, no, like, shit ain't right. And she basically waits for like John to go to bed and see it. Oh no, waits for John to leave the next day to go see his maze. And then she starts getting ready to leave. So it's not like in like the TV adaptation, which is like, oh my god, I must go. She's like, I'll go to him when it's convenient to me. Yeah. <laughs> so- you know what's lit? I'll go in the morning. Yeah, like, there's no point setting out now. Um, and then, yeah. There's like, no romance, really, in this book, is it? There's no, like, I must go to him right now. It's like, I'll go in a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Let's not be brash. So Mary, uh, so in the morning, um, Jane's, like, obviously packing up to leave. And Mary and Diana, they're like, um, they obviously like, oh, where are you off to? And Jane just bluntly says, I can't say. And they instantly accept this, like, fair enough, let's get you all packed up. But I was, at first I was like, oh, they're not prying. But it's just actually nice, because they don't know anything about where she's come from. She showed up, like, destitute yeah. on their doorstep, really, like, downtrodden. Could be, like, a victim of abuse. And now she's like, I can't say. Like, she's had, like, a moment, like, I need to go back to my abusive husband, which, you know, not that far from the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and they're like, and they're okay. like don't want to pry. Like, how much you just kind of stupid, like, just like listen to St. John all the time? Yeah. Like, oh. Well, St. John isn't here, so we'll just have to do it. We're told. Yeah, exactly. She's off. Fair enough. She seems very determined. We're baffling little women who just follow our big brother, St. John. <laughs> we can say big bums or big boobs. We just follow our big boobies around. Boobity boob. I mean, boobity booped out of the room. <laughs> I feel like not a lot of character was spared for them. No, none at all. Oh. Yeah, we get to the conclusion today. Yeah, you will see. Um, so anyway, uh, Jane like goes and she goes back to Thornfield and she sees the house is in the ruins after a fire. <gasps> and she's like, shit, what shit. the fuck's been going on? Shit. So she goes to the pub for the goss, obviously. I like how she looks at it and it's like, I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> I'm going to have a drink. And she's like, where? who would know about this? You get all the best gossip about the pub. Yeah. I'll fly trot. And to be fair, there's beer there. Yeah. So um, the landlord doesn't know who Jane is, so he talks obviously like more openly than he would if, than if he realised you know, how involved he yeah. was. So he tells her all the background of the full story from his perspective. So he's like, so Mr. Rochester, he had a lunatic wife locked up. And then Mr. Rochester, he fell in love with the gov- with this governess who looked like a child. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she's like a child. Okay. Like, not that far from the truth. Okay. Um, I mean, we did say that Mr. Rochester was a bit... <laughs> a bit of an age guy. Just like Jane, just like, ignore that. <laughs> Jane's okay. used to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, really the one of, that's the closest she's got to a compliment. Yeah, true. Everyone else like, you're ugly. Now. Yeah. Now they're just saying you're youthful. Yeah, she was a child. Thanks. <laughs> you're not wrong. I was 18. So the governess... And then he says the governess left. 
Mr. Rochester was broken, sent Adele away to school. Mrs. Fairfax was sent away. It's just like, I send you here, I send you there. They're not fucking letters. Yeah. Um, Sends Mrs. Fairfax off to relatives with a hefty, like, redundancy package. And then Wifey breaks out one night and sets fire to Thornfield in the middle of the night. And uh, Mr. Rochester gets all the servants out. Again, like, he's meant to make him sound heroic, but it makes it sound like no one can fucking walk. He's just like, and now you should walk outside. How? Okay, I'll take you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they live there. They don't have to walk out the fucking front door. But yeah, he takes all the servants out. And then he's like, he's like, holding his big arms, like, running out. Yeah, one fireman. I've got you, everyone. Get you out. Um, So then he goes to get his wife, and uh, she's gone up onto the roof. And, uh, yeah, she's on the roof, like, flailing. And uh, he goes to try and grab her, but she jumps off the roof before he can get to her. Don't blame her. Like, literally, her, she set the house on fire. She's trying to escape. And then her captor comes on the roof, like, trying to grab her. She's like, I'm fucking done, mate. Like, yeah. either I come with you now and I'm going to be trapped and imprisoned again for the rest of my life, or I get out, I yeah. jump. And it's going to be worse imprisonment because I've done this. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I'm taking my destiny into my it own hands. It makes it sound like she's crazy, like, jumping to her death. What a crazy lady. That was... a Tactical that was suicide. That was the most sane thing for you to do. Yeah. yeah so like, and you would like you see this terrifying. Yeah, your predator coming at you. Like, ah! and also, I know she set the fire, but your predator coming at you amidst flames of a house that's coming down. Like we've established, like she's probably not the most coherent with things. She's like, admittedly, this didn't work out great. Well, maybe. <laughs> It was her plan all along. She was like... Or maybe she thought I could take them both out and she was like, I can't quite take him. They were like, oh yeah, they were both grappling on the roof and so she was like, oh fuck it, I'll I'll jump. Yeah, or maybe she wanted... She was like, I don't want to live anymore because this place is horrible. Yeah. But I'm going to make sure he dies too. Yeah, I'm going to take him the fuck out with me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking Bertha, you're a fucking legend. Poor Bertha. um, But yeah, so... Yeah, fair fucking enough, she jumped off. And then he's like, shit. So he starts leaving. And as he was walking out the house, the um, house fell in on itself. And uh, this quote, a beam had fallen in such a way as to protect him partly, but one uh, but one eye was knocked out and one hand crashed. I was like, I don't know How much do you about... Get bonked yeah, <laughs> exactly! <laughs> How do you get knocked oh. in the head and an eye pops out? Also, like, that's so horrific. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the way he phrases like, he was partly protected, oh good, but he did lose an eye in the hand. <laughs> Like, if I'm getting like, knocked out by him, like, ah, and then another one swinging him in the back of the head, his iPhone, like, ah, fuck. <laughs> this really sucks. Landing <laughs> on his hand. Ah! <laughs> it's so shit. Um, oh, and then, like, so he's missing one eye, but then the other Ew. eye gets infected during, like, his recovery, and so he's blind in both. <laughs> so this was not covered in the adaption, it was just that something went wrong in the fire, and he was blinded. <laughs> He's got yeah, he's got both eyes. He's yeah, just he died. He's yeah, blinded. No, one got knocked out. Unless they popped it back in, one got knocked out. <laughs> um, ah! <laughs> get that back in, it'll be fine. <laughs> push it, push it. So um, Jane goes to visit him. Where's he staying? Oh, he's staying in like this house he's got for like him and only two servants. He's really fucking slapping oh, wow. it. But like yeah, away. And um, so she spots him like outside the house, and uh, she's still go inside. You're it's cold. <laughs> yeah, you're fragile. He's like there, like looking, like, looking at in inverted commas, like out into the darkness. Staring. And she still refers to him as her master. Like, but she's no, kinky. She doesn't talk to him yet. Um, she describes him. Um, his form was of the same strong and stalwart contour, uh, contour as ever. His port was still erect. <laughs> What's that now? <laughs> I bet he's thinking of you out there in yeah. dark woods. Well, thing. apparently he's been calling out. So. Jane! Jane! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, he's like... He's having a great time. Amazing. Um, so, he goes back in, and then Jane approaches the lady servant, um, who... 
What have I written here? He spelled, he spelled my name wrong. Oh, it's because I do it on dictator phone and I can't be to correct it. Rude. Um, oh, lol. <laughs> Should we tell our listeners? (laughs) I just had to read the whole thing uh, to make sure that I actually understood. I was like, past Marsha thought future Marsha would remember this. She does not. And she does not know what's going on. (laughs) So yeah, um, Jane approaches the lady servant. Now this, uh, Katie might know a little something about this. So the lady servant like started as if she'd seen a ghost. A ghost. I calmed her to her hurried, um, is it really you, miss? At this late hour to this lonely place? I answered her by taking her hand. Now Katie... Is there a little situation with a little cashier or <laughs> <laughs> you oh, took a hand in response? We'd like, we'd like to tell the story. So, <laughs> I'm a very awkward individual. <laughs> so, I was in Lidl once and I was getting some food or whatever. And I can't remember exactly how it happened. But basically, I was like struggling. You know how in Lidl they hand you all the stuff really quickly and it's all a bit of a frazzle and a bit scary? Well, as the lady handed my, my receipt and change, I was kind of half going for my pizza box as I went to get the receipt and change from her hand. And I accidentally took hold of her hand with it. <laughs> Just held it. Gave it a gentle little squeeze and said, thank you. <laughs> Eye contact and everything. <laughs> I'm turning away like, I hate myself. Thank you. Little squeeze. Oh, it's because I was going for the pizza box. Also, Katie looks about 50. Like, if an old lady was to do that to me, I'd kind of be like, oh, sweet. It's <laughs> scary when a child does it. Like, like, what's wrong with you? Condescending and weird. Like, also, she was about my age. It's just like... <laughs> it looks like a come on. <laughs> Thank you. know what's you. annoying? It was my local shop, so I went there, like, all the time. And she was always there. <laughs> Run away and hide. And then Jenny, like, don't remember. She's like, me. stop fucking stalking me, why? So like, obsessed I love with here. it. So, so, yeah, I just thought, oh, that was all I wanted to say. <laughs> Squeezing people's hands in response to things. Squeeze. I thought it was a pizza box. I wanted my. The love was for the food, not her. Not so, um, Jane, uh, oh, basically, uh, the servant is about to bring Mr. Rochester his evening, like, glass of water. And Jane's like, lol, I'll go in. Hilarious. <laughs> banter. <laughs> yeah, so. Solid banter, guys. I'll do it. Yeah, like, he's not going to hit him. So, Jane goes in instead with it. And, um, he's like, uh, who are you? And Jane's like, more water, sir. And he's like, tell me your name. And she's like, everyone else knows who I am. Don't play with the <laughs> Like, <blind>. literally. <laughs> like, has a disability, stop being a cunt. Yeah. Like, uh, you're a stranger in my house and I'm disabled. I'm afraid. Yeah, and you're giving I'm me a... stranger. And I've just drunk something you've given to me. What the fuck was it? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, did you pee in this cup? <laughs> yeah. Um, so he tells it, he figures it out and um, very enthusiastic fisting, obviously, ensues. Um, at one point, he's like, look, Jane, I'm fucked. On this arm, I have neither hand nor nails. And I just thought, it would be a bit weird if you had the nails and not the hand, mate. Also, why are the nails so important? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, were so, they, what were they bringing to the table? Did yeah. she like a bit of a scratch? Yeah, like, like, I won't be able to scratch your hand, honey. You've got another hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Things are looking up. Just like, no hand. Oh, I don't even have nails. You can't even paint them. I will never be fabulous. <laughs> I don't... Why are the nails important, Mr. Rochester? Why? Like, babe, it's... It's okay. Like, the hand is a bit of an issue. Yeah. Just like... The nails is fine. The nails I wasn't too worried about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be weird if you had a hand and you picked all your nails off. Like, yeah. That'd be weird, but, but it'd probably be okay. Yeah. I mean, it'd be it weird if probably you... Probably be pretty good for fingering. It would be weird. It would be good for fingering. And it would be weird if you were like, I've lost this hand, but I kept the nails. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, stuck into the stump. Yeah. Like, I can still have a good scratch. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, 
Anyway, I, I thought coming back was a good idea, but I'm going to go. You're scary. You're disgusting. It could hit you in the head quite hard. Yeah. I mean, clearly it bounced an eye out. <laughs> yeah. Pop! And then he says, um, am I hideous, Jane? And a she bit. replies, very, sir. You always were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest love stories ever told. Jane and Mr. Rochester saying it how it is. It's just being so blunt. But, yeah. But, don't, but that's not because you're missing an eye. You're yeah. just fuggly. You're just fucking ugly, like, mate. Well, at least it's not because of the eye. Yeah. So There's was... no great tragedy. It's not like you were really hot and now you're ugly. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I wasn't with you because you were a looking. You were always a bit of a mingle. Yeah. So They're really romantic in this. Mm, yeah, really. So after much waffling, the next day, Jane is um, giving off the impression that she really likes St. John. Uh, because Why? Because they're fucking game players. Like, ridiculous. This is... Victorians knew how to play the game. <laughs> yeah, literally. Hard to get to a new level. Act totally nonchalant. And Mr. Rochester's base like, fine, why don't you just marry him? <laughs> and then um, he's like, um, I I want a wife, uh, Mr. Rochester is. And Jane's like, eh, really? And he's like, yeah, you know this, because like, I wanted uh, you to be my wife. Remember yeah. the whole wedding thing? We, we need to get married. Do you not remember? I mean, to be fair, if you don't remember, maybe I shouldn't keep pulling at this thread. Yeah, like, hey, you want to get together or something? Shut the dog. You want to get a drink or something? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you know this. And Jane's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, okay, well, is it unwelcome news? And she's like, depends on who you intend to ask. And he's like, obviously you. And then they're both happy, like, yay, okay, let's get married. Like, why can't you just have a fucking normal why conversation? Put, obviously I've come back because I still have feelings for you. Yeah. Or obviously I still like you. Cool. Yeah. The next morning, like, so does this mean we're like, you know, taking things from like where they were when you left? Are you like, well, you're going to have a conversation about what happened. Like, yeah. Are we going to like work through this? Not just like, well, I want to get married. Oh, to who? Oh, fuck it. You both know. Fucking dickheads. I mean, they both like the game and play it together. <laughs> I grow more credit to you. To each their own. So now we're on the last chapter, which is just called Conclusion. Is just tying up all the loose ends? Pretty much the opening... This is what it was like in Pride and Prejudice. It's just like, nah, it's just tie. Back, yeah, tie, back, tie, back, tie, back, tie, Literally. Back. Um, the opening line is, Reader, I married him. <laughs> just like, I'll put a ring on that. <laughs> I married him. I did, I did. Uh, I popped a ring on Yeah, him. I locked that I man st- down. I can't believe he doesn't have an eye. <laughs> <laughs> I put a ring and tied it down with that ugly man with a foul temper who was 20 years older than me. Mm. Absolutely winning. A log bounced his eye out. <laughs> I'm just putting this out here. He's got a gappy eye. It's the fact that it was just like it got knocked out in a fire. <laughs> I didn't even get burnt. He got knocked out. <laughs> and his eye got knocked out. There'd be, like, there'd be that moment like, I'm really sorry to ask, but what happened to you? Oh, fire. How? How do you know what? <laughs> did you burn your eye out? Like, did it melt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so, she kind of describes how it happened. They, 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 they did it on the slide. <laughs> this bit just is going to make me laugh as well. They go back to tell the servants, the male servant, who is also called John. Her cousin's called oh. John. Saint John. John the servant. Fucking lazy writing. This, were there only four names in the entire of the Victorian era? Apparently. Like, no, because kids had really weird names. Do you remember yeah. the horrible history oh thing? Oh my God, they're all and called they were, like Raspberry Shortcake. Yeah. And, like Flatulence. I swear one was called Flatulence. <laughs> and it's like Obedience. And yeah. Like and other things like Kettle brush. Yeah, where's fucking kettle brush? <laughs> 
they're too lowly. That's what the students were in her school mm, called. Kettle brush. Like, Come on, on kettle brush. <laughs> so the male servant responds with, I wish you joy, um, I wish you joy, missed. And he politely pulled his forelock. I thought you were going to say foreskin. Well, wow. I was like, what is a forelock? I looked it up and it's literally a bit of hair at the front that's flopping down. How do you pull that politely? Also, it's it's just really flirty. I thought as much. Oh, no, he's like, I wish you joy, miss. Boink. (laughs) So it's like, this is the original dipping your fedora to the lady. Yeah, just pulling your hair slightly. (laughs) We're just pulling our hair at each other now. Like, I wish you joy. When you don't have a hat. Just pulling your hair. I wish you joy. That's so special. Thanks. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think if there's something now that you do with clothing that you tried, like, you know, recreate it if you didn't have the right bit of clothing. Like, it's like not I having... I try to put my hands in my pockets when I don't have pockets. So that's like basically putting your hand in your vagina. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just gently stroking your thigh. Isn't it? Like, mm. I was going to say, it's like not having sunglasses and like pulling your hair across your face and just tying it. They're like, what? It's sunny. I thought you were going to say, uh, it's like having sunglasses, not having sunglasses, but thinking you're wearing sunglasses. So you people watch really obviously. <laughs> that's amazing. I did have some glasses once and they weren't, they didn't properly like, you know, cover your eyes. You could see where I was looking. I was like, damn it. I watch a lot of people. <laughs> I watch a lot of people in these. So um, now they're 10 years in the future and Jane, yeah, kind of summarizes everything that's gone on. Lovely. As we said. So Jane has um, kept up a polite correspondence with St. John, but um, he never mentions her marriage or Mr. Rochester, like bitter much, just to wet other shit. Also, that's really fucking rude. Like, that's her life. Like, yes. and never asks about her. Yeah, I've had this with boys before when they're chatting to you. Like, oh yeah, me and my partner. Like, anyway, like. Yeah, and you're like, this is part of my life. Like, part of my life. Don't like off. it. Fuck off. Yeah, and then um, Jane goes to get Adele from school because obviously Mr. Rochester sends her off, but then um, realizes that she needs to like care for Mr. Rochester. So she's like, fuck. <laughs> so she just sends her back off to school. <laughs> so, poor Adele. <laughs> to be fair, she was in a shit school and she sends her to a nicer school that she's like vetted. But still, it's still like, you know, Victorian school. I'm sure it was still shit. Yeah, and also, oh, you are an inconvenience. Go away. Um, uh, sorry, I've done this with like Dictaphone and obviously said something else here, but it says, well and Jane's opinion, inverted commas, as she grew up. Well and Jane's opinion, I assume. Ah, well... Isn't she a little detective, guys? Like I said, she's no idiot. No flies on Katie. <laughs> so, well, yeah, she sent her to a nice school in Jane's opinion. Um, so, uh, yeah, so she says the English education that Adele is now receiving has corrected her French defects. Wow. You're such a racist, Jane. Yeah, I found her a pleasing and obliging companion, docile, good-tempered, and well-principled. So basically, you stomped all the personality out of her. Exactly. A boring little drone. Lovely. Like, you racist, we... and you just want drones. Literally, heaven forbid she have personality and yeah. someone's spunk. Yeah, so, well done, Jane. You did really fucking well. Yeah, I did. Um, anyway, Mr. Rochester's... I've said starts to get... Maybe they did pop his eye back in, but it definitely said he knocked it out. Anyway, Mr. Rochester starts to get vision back in one eye, or maybe his only eye. <laughs> um, they have a kid. Uh, Diana and Mary get married, and that's all we hear about Diana and Mary, because obviously they have no other personality. Oh, I thought you meant Diana and Mary got married. Oh, no. Like, this is very before its time. And incestual. Yeah, no, they got married to me. And it's basically like, and they have lovely husbands. I think it says what their husbands' jobs are, even. They're like, lovely husbands, lovely men. They do this and blah, 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 blah. We send Christmas cards kind of thing. Like, And how are Diana and Mary? Well, they're married. So they're fine, yeah, obviously. That's what happened. Like, 
Okay. Because obviously a woman's happiness stems from being with a man. And then you made nothing yet. The end of the book is really weird. She basically just starts going on and on about St. John and she gives like an account of his life thus far. So he went to India, like he said. He's working really hard doing St. Shit. Um, he loves it in his own like self-sacrificing way, uh, which Jane's like, oh, he's so like, you know, pious. Why does she like him? <laughs> why like it's such a conundrum like she's obsessed with him um jane loves like yeah how pious he is and he alluded in his last letter that he's not very well and jane thinks the next letter she receives will be someone saying he's dead and um she's like that's chill he um he said that jesus has um warned warned him i come quickly giggity and john eagerly responds amen even so come lord jesus Come, Lord Jesus. Yeah, come, come. So, um, aside from the fact that Jane clearly just misread what was clearly a delirious wet dream, yeah. <laughs> um, the last words are of the book are Edward can see we have a kid. Diana and Mary got married. Nice chaps too. But John, he is amazing. A pious, self-sacrificing saint. So brilliant. Sadly, he'll die soon. But give a shit. He doesn't. So the end. And it's a really weird note to finish on. My pride and prejudices. That's it. No one cares about John. No one he's shit. Cares. And she's just like, he doesn't mind he's going to die. Oh, what a lad. Do you want to marry John, Jane? Yeah. I... Jane, you're right, babes. Jane doesn't really like Mr. Rochester, does oh, she? Oh, no, she hates him. She didn't want to marry him. She didn't want to. And then she, when he's like, am I ugly? Yes. That was the thing. She saw him and she's like, you are ugly. Like, he's lost an eye. Oh, now he's really ugly. Now I'm into it. Now, you are hideous. <laughs> you are haunting. <laughs> so... Wow. It's a really weird end to the book. Just yeah. like, John, am I right? No, he's a dick. And also, like you said, you said in an early episode, doesn't she meet like a nice guy? He's always represented as such a nice guy. Yeah. He's the fucking worst. Like in every adaption, he's like this really like, you know, nice Sweet, Christian man. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to be my wife, my companion when we go overseas. Yeah, he's like, no, he's a cunt. And he's like, I don't want a companion. I want a slave. Yeah. Yes. He's so bad. Like... Yeah, they're so misleading. He's horrible, so controlling. He's worse than Mr. Rochester. Yeah. I mean, not so they're both terrible, both in the bin. Both in the bin. But, I mean, at least Mr. Rochester... Mm, Mr. Rochester doesn't want a slave. No, he does want her as his wife. That is... I mean... It's just, but still his possession. Yeah, yeah, completely. So, it, it's not great. <laughs> and he's a liar and he's horrible. Yeah. So. Didn't he have that line, like, I think it was last episode... Or one before when he was like, I will possess you and your personality and your yeah. being very shortly. Like, hot. Yes, yes. I shall, like, absorb you into myself. I can't wait to be an extension of who you are. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Oh. Brilliant. And again, we're taking names in marriage. I still feel like it sends that kind of vibe. So, no. noise, noise me. <laughs> makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> the marriage name's like, it's all like angry me. <laughs> No, Katie's quoting a bit from Friday Night Dinner, which if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> the dad uh, in it is everyone's dad. Sorry. <laughs> like... <it's> boiling. <laughs> yeah. Just... Who watch Friday Night Dinner? Well, I think you guys are approaching Christmas, yeah. aren't you? Merry Christmas, everybody, and God bless us. Everyone. Everyone. Right. We thought that was a good place to end it and then realised we didn't record the plugs. So... <laughs> I think that's just recorded over the ending we just did anyway. Anyway, we're going to do the plugs and then we'll do it again. You'll never know. <laughs> we'll edit it. So, to end on, in a Christmassy fashion, mm. not that it's particularly Christmassy, but mm. I don't know how to make it. Well, it's Christmassy for us because I drew Christmas pictures on our piece of paper with the plugs Shall on. Shall I hum a Christmas song in the background? <gasps> yes. Jingle. That's not humming. That's quite... <laughs> <what it's laughs> I had to think what the tune was. Mm-hmm. You may follow us. Can you have a little quiet? <laughs> 
You can follow us on Instagram at unclassical underscore podcast. Or if you wish to contact us in a more private way, you can email us at, not at, uh, um, our email address. In a more private way, what are they sending us? <laughs> Don't send us creepy shit. You can send us Christmas shit. Um, our email address is email.unclassical at gmail.com. And as always, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts in particular, but also wherever you pod. And finally, <laughs> tell your friends about us. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And God bless us. Everyone. Everyone. Disgusting. For fuck's sake. Bye. <laughs>